You're listening to A Step Forward, episode 36, and today we've got a very special sweet gift for you. We're going to be talking about the very first thing that you need to do in order to bring your professional development opportunities online. Are you ready to take a step forward with us? Let's do it. Welcome to A Step Forward, a podcast for educators who want to help their students lead their most independent and successful lives. I'm Cassie Maloney. As an orientation and mobility specialist, I believe that you don't need to be perfect in order to be effective. Join me this week and every week for inspirational and informational ideas to help you make a significant impact in your students' lives as we explore the notion that in order to make progress, all you need to do is take a step forward. Welcome back to the podcast, my friend. It's Tuesday, and I'm so excited to be here with you. Whether it's Tuesday for you or not, still a really fun and exciting podcast, because if you have tuned into this podcast specifically, I have some really good nuggets of information that are going to help bring your teaching and your association to the next level. If you are running a professional organization, your primary job is probably to be a teacher. And with that, you got thrown a curveball of a lifetime just a few months ago. We've all had to relearn our jobs and figure out how to do everything in a new way. And on top of that, you, my friend, volunteered for an association sometime, I'm assuming, before all of this happened. Now, all of our associations have ways that they've been doing things since probably the beginning of when they were established. But now we're in a whole new world. And if you want your association to continue to flourish, you're going to have to start doing things in a new way. New doesn't always mean scary. Just like you've been adjusting to your new style of teaching, there are going to be new ways of bringing your association online that can really help you. But if you don't do things in the right order, it's like trying to swim in mud. And the last thing that you want is for your memberships to dwindle or worst case, continue to dwindle. That's not good. Your teachers need you now more than ever. So now more than ever before, it is time to step up. It is time to be the educational leader that you volunteered to be. And as you're watching leaders from all around the world have to pivot, every single association, business, every manager in the world has had to figure out what they need to be doing differently. And my friend, that includes you. So first, I have to congratulate you and honor you for taking that step before all of this happened to say, yes, 
I am a leader in this field, whether it's an O&M, whether it's TBI, whether it's another related service staff association or field, you took that step and you didn't have to. And only a small percentage of teachers are willing to go that extra mile. So the fact that you were shows that you have the capacity to handle everything that is thrown at you right now, whether you feel like you can or not. One of the biggest mistakes that you as an educational leader can be making is to do nothing because it's not perfect enough, because you don't know enough, because there could be criticism. Let's just look at one company, Apple. Do they wait for permission to make innovative advancements? No. Do they wait for all of the bugs to be figured out before they release something? No. Do they wait until something is so sparkly clean that they will not get any backlash from anybody? No. And if they did, think about how many just of your students would not have the independence that they desperately need. Before this pandemic, we were all living on our devices. And now more than ever, we rely on them. Are they perfect? No. Do we still use them every day? Yes. So the next time that you start to tell yourself that you don't have the expertise enough and that you don't know enough and that whatever you put out there isn't going to be perfect enough, just remember who you're holding back. You're holding yourself back and you're holding your members back. Because ultimately, it's really about them. So everything I share with you today is going to go through you in order to help them. And the cool thing is, you're just stepping into the realm where they are already feeling more comfortable. Online learning is not going away. This isn't just like a three-month, we're going to quarantine ourselves and we're going to Reemerge and go back to the way that things were fully. That's not happening. Now, if this were two years ago, I wouldn't necessarily tell you you absolutely have to be online right now. Because two years ago, a lot of people were scared of a Zoom link. They like literally legit would not click a link. I would get text messages, oh, this doesn't work. Like, hmm, did you click it? You're going to be fine. But now, So many things have changed so fast that a lot of our teachers are like, oh, Zoom link, cool. I know Zoom. Look at my fancy background. It's cool if I don't have teeth in my virtual background. I have a virtual background now. Look, everybody. And they're so excited. Zoom puts up another security wall and they're like, oh, I have to register for this now. Cool. I'm pretty sure it was AFB or NFB that consistently has been having over a thousand people sign up for their webinars, and they have to register for them. That's an extra step. And now we have passwords. And now some entities aren't even using Zoom. They're using Microsoft Teams or Google Hangouts or something else could come along. Who knows? 
and teachers are able to be like, okay, cool. Like, do you have virtual backgrounds? I need my teeth missing all the time. I'm just kidding about the teeth missing. It's just something funny that I think I see all the time. And, you know, it's part of this learning curve. The point is, we're all getting used to it. And it's not half bad. Personally, for the past, oh gosh, two, three, four plus years, I've had a weekly date with some sort of professional development, either an online university class or YouTube or something. And I just sit and do laundry and fill my brain because I don't want to do laundry by itself. And it works for me. Last night, I was in a two or two and a half hour business class, all online, turned it off to eat some dinner, turned it back on when the kids went outside to play after dinner. I love it. And so many of our teachers are loving it too. This is just the beginning. Where do you think we're going to be in one year? In five years? In 10 years? As our entire indoctrinated system that was what the education system was, where we were all indoctrinated by bells and sitting in our seats and having to raise our hand and having to learn everything at the same time with everybody else and in person, that system set up by the industrial revolution to indoctrinate us to become workers in factories with bells where we had to ask for permission to go to the bathroom and all that jazz, that's fading away. Successful teachers can see that we are riding the wave into a new paradigm of teaching. I'm not sure that any of us know exactly what's going to be happening, but the ones on top of the water are going to have a much better advantage point to see further down the horizon and be able to make those moves pivot in their teaching and in their leadership. So let's get you from struggling maybe bobbing your head up above water to make sure that you're still there and still alive to on the surfboard riding that wave. Because no matter what, it's coming. And you can either choose to get on the surfboard or be overcome by the wave. One thing I want to say before I tell you the first step in bringing your professional development opportunities online is that one mistake that I see happening is that people will send me emails and say, hey, I see that you're using this platform or that platform. Is that what I should be using? And I want to urge you that that's the wrong question to be asking. You can use everything that we use. I mean, it's available. They sell it. But it's not about the platform. It's not about necessarily bells and whistles here. It's not about special coding You can have as many bells and whistles in your programs as you want. You can have as much special coding by developer as you want. But if that is what you're looking at as the most important piece, then you are missing the mark. The thing to be focused on are your people. In the modern event model, we walk you through three distinct phases of moving your association and your event to a profitable online space. We walk you through how to design your optimal event, how to create your online space, and how to invite your people. Before we even go any further, let's not balk at the fact that I mentioned profitable. Because if you do not understand that your association needs income in order to survive, 
then what you're going to end up offering your members is a duct tape together experience that feels junky. At best, your association is a 503C and it has its own bank account. But more often than not, even that paperwork has been too daunting. And there's a bank account somewhere held by some entity or in a personal bank account. A lot of times teachers think that money is scarce, when in reality, the government literally just prints it. That's called inflation. And they print as much as they think they need, as much as proven that they need. I'm sure that all these billions of dollars that have just been printed for stimulus are a great example of that. What we can teach you how to do is to create an event that does not bring your association into debt. You can charge however much you want for your conferences, for your events, but I will not stand in integrity and teach you how to use these platforms or coding that's going to cost $50,000 for someone to come in and build you a special website and then your association go under and you not be able to help your people. Because the more income you can bring into your association, the bigger impact you can have. Let me repeat that. The more income you can bring into your association, the bigger impact you can have. And one of the reasons why a lot of members leave or just don't go to conferences is because the experience that they get has been so whittled down, it's like trying to go to Walmart on Black Friday. There's a reason there are so many memes about Walmart on Black Friday. It's crowded. It's not a fun experience. What we want to be able to offer them is at least Target on a weekday. Have you ever been to Target on a weekday? It's lovely. They should serve wine. Nordstrom would be even better. But we'll settle for Target, I think. We'll settle for Target. Keeping everything so scarce hinders your association. So yes, I'm going to teach you how to design a conference and invite the people in a way that will help them understand what they are getting so that they understand why they need to be there. And you can make more of an impact in the lives of your members and you can attract more members. So that's just it. The first step is to design your event. What kind of event are you going to have? But more than that, what you need is a clear understanding of the purpose of the professional development opportunities that your association offers. You need to create an irresistible offer that your members cannot say no to. There are many types of online events. And honestly, that part doesn't even matter nearly as much as being able to articulate the problem that you are solving. How are you helping your members? If you start to look at platforms and try to figure them out, if you don't have the foundation of your event, if you haven't designed it first, If you don't do things in the right order, 
you'll end up spinning your wheels and wasting your precious time that really needs to be spent working with your students. If you want to go from struggling teacher to successful educational leader, it's imperative to follow the steps in order so that way you don't burn yourself out and you can actually make an impact in your members' lives. Now, once you figure it out, your irresistible offer, the problem that you are solving and the type of event that you're going to have, from there, you can figure out what kind of platform. Do you need to hire a professional web developer? Okay, side note, you don't, but you could. And that will help you get the software that you need because you'll know what you're going after. But without first knowing why you need that platform, you can't possibly know what platform is going to best serve your needs and you'll be stuck spinning your wheels. So does that make sense? I really hope it does. Send me a DM on Instagram at Cassie Maloney or send us an email so we can talk through this if you have a question about it. Because the next step now is to actually get to move in. You're going to get with your team and start brainstorming all of the things that we just talked about. Namely, what is the problem you're helping your members solve? And how are you helping them solve it? Now, if you're in a space where you guys aren't ready to create a whole new event yet, that's okay. If you're just looking for how do I host a webinar online, that's okay. I actually have a gift for you if you're in the stage right before that. Now, if you're in the stage where you do have your online event ready to go and you need help making sure that it is a fantastic event in and of itself, I also have a gift for you. Same gift. I know a lot of us are now teaching online and there is a way to get your information from your head and your mouth to the participant, whether that's a student or a teacher. And what I've done for you is I've created a completely done for you webinar slide deck on PowerPoint that sets you up to have an engaging online teaching experience, whether this is a webinar or a masterclass or you're teaching your student. Using brain-based science, this webinar slide deck targets every kind of learner so that they can cut through the distractions that are going on around their house and focus on what they need to learn. This will help them gather the information and actually get it into their brain. You know that there are multiple kinds of learners. So we continue to teach specifically to the type of learner that we are, which is often what happens. There's nothing wrong with that necessarily, but we're losing a lot of our people. So this webinar slide deck will take you step by step in this scientific approach to teaching online that I've been using to engage people, gosh, for years now. It's just not something that I had ever thought was needed out in the world. And so now I'm happy, I'm so happy to offer it to you. If you'd like it, you can go to alliedindependenceonline.com forward slash slides and you can get it there. Again, it's alliedindependenceonline.com forward slash slides and you can grab your done for you webinar slide deck. It's set for one hour, but you'll be able to change the amount of time 
and you'll be able to change all of the words to the exact subject you are teaching and in the language that you use. All right, friend. Well, this wraps up our amazing podcast for today. I hope you're able to take this information and use it as you continue to take a step forward. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.